Welcome to Change Space, where we explore how God's story is changing our stories, growing stronger and healthier minds and identities for us, transforming our relationships with Him, with ourselves and each other. I'm your host, Ruth Stephen Qualpoli, and I'm so excited to discover with you how God's story is changing our stories. My body is starting to tell me a story, and it's a story I don't want to know about. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I want to pretend it's not a part of my story at all. I want to shove it aside, close my eyes to it, and keep moving. But you know what happens when you let the light of Jesus inside you? (laughs) He's not scared of any dark space, no matter how deep, no matter how chaotic, no matter how unsafe or unstable. Jesus will go there with his light and he will free that darkness. David says these words in Psalm 139. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. I used to be really confused by these verses, verses 11 and 12 of of Psalm 139. I didn't really understand what the heck David was talking about, but as I've been doing this podcast, I'm starting to get a sense of what he was talking about. We think of David as this epic figure. We talk about his story with Goliath, but you know, David has a very long story recorded for us in sometimes very painful, excruciating details, not just the triumphant ones but the sorrowful, failing ones, in which there were dark places in David's mind that he did not feel safe to bring to Jesus. And so David gave lots to Jesus, so much so that as a young man, he was able to fight a giant. But there were hidden dark spaces. There were parts of David's life story that were painful for him, that he overlooked. And it led to him creating more darkness for himself and for others. And Jesus is helping me see as much as I don't want to deal with my developmentally stuck places, some very young developmentally stuck places in my brain that are very dark, chaotic, and unstable. To ignore them is to my own detriment as well as to the detriment of those I love and care for. It is for all of us that it is worth it to let Jesus take me into deeper, darker waters knowing that he has proven trustworthy for me before He has proven trustworthy for me now, 
And even though my body protests in fear at the lack of control, episode by episode, I am starting to see that surrender to Jesus is the safest action to take. My body has truly been protesting episode by episode. I even described some of it in episode four. It's very hard not to have control. Yet I tell people in therapy all the time that much of our belief in our own control is a lie. There's very little we actually control except ourselves and our own choices. And even those can be a challenge because we all instinctively want to avoid these dark spaces in our minds. But Jesus came to free these developmentally stuck dark places. It's literally what he spoke out when he went back home to Nazareth and spoke one Sabbath in the synagogue. He picked these words to read to his family, to his childhood friends, because he knew they needed salvation. And he had come to give them this salvation. So he read from Isaiah, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has appointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. These words are describing the freedom that God wants to bring to all who live in bondage, in darkness, in oppression, in lies. Genesis 1, 1 and 2 has given us this portrayal of our minds. In many ways, I've expressed it in earlier episodes. There is God, there is the darkness that covers the earth, and then there is the Spirit of God hovering over that darkness, wanting permission to come into the dark space with the light of Jesus. The light of Jesus begins day one, the gift of time. Time is meant to be our ally, not our enemy, when we give our time, when we surrender our time to Jesus, because Jesus is creating a space for us that's safe, safe even for the most vulnerable, lost, scared, mistrustful parts of us developmentally in our minds. And when we start to take this journey of walking with Jesus, asking the Holy Spirit to bring us into relationship with Jesus, we find our dark spaces getting freed. And Jesus is not satisfied with just partial freedom. He wants complete freedom for you and for me. Have you read the word perfect in the Bible? And when you do, what happens to you? You know what happens to me? I have a lot of darkness that seizes up and gets more and more chaotic. I get 
this tension in my body and this fear in my mind because I know I'm not perfect. And yet I keep being taught that's what I need to be. And it's such a conflict in my own body and brain. So whenever I would read the word perfect in scripture, oh, I would tense up and I would feel ashamed. Well, if you've been hearing me through all of these episodes, you know those are words that are describing my limbic system. That part of my brain that really is represented by that darkness in Genesis 1, 1 and 2. That shame and that fear, that's not the love of God at work in myself. That's me in my developmental stuck place. So one of the most freeing tools God has brought to my life in reading the Bible has been a concordance. Someone showed me how to use Strong's Concordance with the New American Standard Bible, and it has been a freeing experience to have this concordance, which serves very much like a dictionary in which the words that are in Hebrew Aramaic and Greek in the Bible are given a definition to help me understand what they really mean, these words. And not only are they given a definition, but they're also listed all the times that this word is used. So I have context in which to look at this word and how it's used. Sometimes a word has many meanings, just like words have in English. And sometimes there's a richness in just this one meaning in its many contexts. This concordance has helped me learn something so incredibly freeing and valuable. In this battle of light overcoming darkness inside of me, did you know that both in the Hebrew and in the Greek, the word that is often translated into perfect in our English translation, so many of them, the word really means complete. Both in Hebrew and in Greek, the word means complete. Jesus is not satisfied with partial freedom. He wants complete freedom for you and for me. I am feeling my body protest this work of freedom because I don't want to go into deeper, darker places with Jesus. I am discovering I don't find him safe for these parts of me. There are other parts that have learned to love and trust Jesus to know and to even testify of his trustworthiness for me in the past. But we come to these parts, these parts for which this podcast is meant to help free me from the darkness of these parts. These parts are scared. They're fearful. They're ashamed. They're unseen and they're unloved and they don't belong. And they cause chaos inside of me. And Jesus is coming for these parts. And he's coming for these parts that I would rather hide from my own self. He's coming for these parts. And he's wanting to do for these parts what he proclaimed to his hometown. To give them the good news. They are being freed. To heal them of their blindness from their fears to heal them of the deafness from their shame, to allow them to come into the light and no longer have the oppressive chaos dictate their experience. 
this spiritual life, it's a developmental one, and it's not one that is partial. It is whole. It is complete. This is the life that Jesus wants for us, a total freedom. This episode might be uncomfortable for some of you to hear. It was definitely uncomfortable for me to speak. But in speaking it, I've had to face some of this darkness. And I am freer now than I was before. Jesus is using this podcast to help free me of my darkness in ways I understand more intimately as I'm here at episode 10. And he's given provision for this journey. He's put in our brains a certain type of brain cell called a mirror neuron. And mirror neurons observe and copy what they see. Well, in doing this podcast, surrendering my time and my space to Jesus more with my attention and focus, guess what my mirror neurons are now looking at? Jesus, as he's been getting more of my time and attention in the space that I occupy, episode by episode, my mirror neurons that have learned to copy lies are now, with the neuroplasticity God has given each of us, learning to copy him and his truth and the truth of his love for me and the truth that I'm actually living in freedom when I am loved by Jesus and I allow myself to be loved by Jesus. It is in being loved by Jesus that I can even love, love Jesus back, love you, love myself. There's no other source of love but Jesus. And these mirror neurons that had been used to learn some hurtful darkness and lies, they're being freed as they're getting to copy love. This podcast sounded so crazy when the idea of it first started to emerge persistently in my mind. But we're at episode 10 and I'm looking back. And I'm seeing this work of freedom going right after the parts I'm scared to even admit exist. He doesn't have me doing this alone, but he has me doing it because he wants me to be completely freed. It may not happen in my lifespan. I know the completeness will actually occur when I see him face-to-face. But that's what Paul was describing in Philippians 1.6. This is a work Jesus is promising us he will complete in us. And the journey of completion is really what he's going to be using to help free other people. My journey to free you a little bit of yours your journey to free someone else from their darkness as people see those who are loved by Jesus being willing to learn to trust him more and to discover a deeper safety with him that they didn't have before. That's going to be bright 
shining light of love that all of us need. The story of God in the Bible is changing my story. My body is telling me a story that I'm not safe, I'm not free. I'm meant to just accept this imprisonment in the darkness. And God's story is coming into my body and telling a different story. Episode by episode, the time I give Jesus is time he's using to let my body know this place of first identity, this place that holds some of my deepest pain and darkness. Jesus is helping my body learn safety with him. And that's a good thing. That's a necessary thing for my story to become a story of someone living free and loved in Jesus.